the Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. This is the student edition. Listen to the exciting story of the American Community Schools of Athens. Check out what drives all the members of our international community of learners as we create the education of the future. Here's John Papadakis. United Nations Day on 24th of October marks the anniversary of the UN Charter that came into force in 1945. With the ratification of this founding document by the majority of its signatories, including the five permanent members of the Security Council, the United Nations officially came into being. Since 1945, UN holds the global legitimacy, convening power and impact to promote change for a better world and deliver the future humanity hopes for. Today, the urgency for all countries to come together to fulfill the promise of the nations united has rarely been greater. UN Day is celebrated every year and offers the opportunity to amplify a common agenda and reaffirm the purposes and principles of the UN Charter that have guided the global community for the past 77 years. Each year, ACS Athens Middle School celebrates UN Day, giving more significance to its multinational identity and global character. With students from more than 60 countries, the school is a hotbed of continuous dialogue and thoughtful debate on all issues of academic, cultural and historical significance that are represented through its programs. This year is another opportunity for students, faculty and administration to reflect on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, which are adopted school-wide by encouraging everyone to be active in supporting one or more of these goals individually and collectively. Today with us is a group of middle school student leaders who reflect on this year's UN Day that was marked this past November. They discuss the UN Day's activities, the lessons from this day and their individual and collective conclusions. Here's Vicky Akrivu, middle school social studies teacher and advisor for the Student Council and UN Day activities. Ms. Akrivu has been with ACS Athens since 2007 and her academic credentials include a BA in International Relations and a Master's degree in Environmental Politics and Globalization. Today, we are going to discuss with our middle school students the United Nations Day that we celebrated on November 9th that involved four wonderful activities that our students will uh, describe to you. And uh, we can begin with uh, first introducing our students. Uh, Katerina Logan is here with us. Daphne Raptis is here with us. Kostadinos Panayotakos is here with us. And Sotiri Minoyani is here with us. I'd like to welcome you to this discussion. And we will talk about four items that we had middle schoolers get involved with. And that is the waste-free brunch that they celebrated. And they took part in finding out about food security and nourishing peace. That was our theme for the United Nations Day. And they also got involved in a digital uh, escape room for the United Nations. And our final challenge was that uh, they participated in a Save the World Advisor Challenge. 
Can we uh, describe what UN Day is as we begin our discussion? What is UN Day at ACS? Uh, United Nations Day is a day that celebrates the founding of the United Nations and its purpose. And every year, the United Nations has a different theme for students and the world, basically, to focus on. Um, in the past, some of the themes that we've focused on are Sustainable Development Goals, also known as SDGs. And our school has participated and is still participating in ways to actually help implement the Sustainable Development Goals of the United Nations Keeping in mind the SDGs, this year we also incorporated the theme of nourishing peace and we wanted to give different dimensions to what this word means and what this concept is. And we celebrated it on a half day where students actually saw different aspects of how to actually nourish peace in the world from a small level to a greater level, meaning that the small level would be some small action that we could all take part in. And the larger, I guess, tasks we saw through what the world is doing. Uh, we saw um, what experts are doing. Uh, we also followed up this event with some speakers who came to visit us. And they also showed us what their companies do to nourish peace. So we were assigned to do some research on the United Nations and what's it about. Um, and the students learned about its mission and the sustainable development goals. And we were assigned to find ways to take um, action, like for not nothing big, just to do little things to make a big difference. Is this the first time that you're coming into uh, to experience SDGs? No. Um, I actually learned about the SDGs around fourth or fifth grade. Um, but for the new students of ACS, they just learned about it. For the kids who have been at ACS for a while, they've known about this from a young age. And ACS has tried to incorporate the United Nations uh, and the Sustainable Deve Development Goals into their lives. Uh, we also had an escape room, which was a fun and interactive way for the students to not only learn about the UN, but also compete. So that motivated them to want to try harder. So um, we had to watch some videos and as Katerina said, do some research. And then we had to answer some questions and find the clues. And I think through that escape room, everyone learned new facts and information about the UN that they didn't know prior to this event. Another thing that we did at the end of advisory was we gave our advisor an SDG goal to do at their house or whenever they're outside. An example of this is we, What was your goal? What did you choose to do? I chose for my advisor to not use that much energy at their house. So you directed your advisor? Yeah. Did That's you what all the students had. They had the opportunity to do this. And, and what, what was your advisor's action plan on this one? What did you tell them to do? I told them that they should uh, save electricity at their house. And they said that, that I will try my best to do so. Like if the sun is still out, then I won't be using that much electricity during the day. Like I won't be using lights until like it's really, really dark, basically as an example, like 8 p.m. For me personally, I thought that these activities, um, they not only uh, help students learn and 
maybe further enhance their knowledge on the UN, but it also directed their brain because it was digital mostly. Uh, and we, we're coming out of a pandemic where everyone was basically stuck on a screen, either during online lessons or working from home. I think that because we use the screen, people were more familiar, more attached or focused, you could say, to the activities we did, which caused them to not only learn more, but also participate more. And then I think they discussed it with their friends outside of school, maybe, or their family members, which um, spreads like the, the main idea that we try to build in this school outside of our school as well. So what we heard so far were the Save the World Advisor challenges uh, that our students were uh, took part in. And I think, Sotiri, you mentioned the United Nations escape room, the digital one, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing that I'd like to ask our students here our student leaders, was about nourishing peace through the discussion that you had with your class, which was the citizenship challenge. And that was to find out about food security. It involved learning about um, the farms that incorporated artificial intelligence as well to farm. How was your definition of nourishing peace maybe either defined or redefined by that challenge? Um, well, in our advisory, I think everyone agreed that it's not about only the individual, but it's about uniting to nourish peace and that it's we shouldn't, obviously, as a one person, we make a difference. But as a whole, we should agree on doing one action that can help the world. So unity was also something that we focused on in order for that could lead us to nourishing peace amongst people. For every advisory, I think when the kids like brought their national foods in class, that sort of conditioned our, our brains to come together in order to work and not only individually change the world. Uh, and that might have been small, like we said, but the small actions slowly build up to the, the longer term actions, which I think through this simple activity and advisory, kids will take that and they will start doing it more often, just like I think they've started doing every other thing or activity we've done in advisory before. So what is one thing that impressed you from this experience? What was really interesting for you? Um, one thing that stayed with me was the escape room and how when we learn something that is very serious that can also be taught to us in a fun way. Can you describe the escape room? What was that activity? The escape room was seven Google Slides and we had and in those slides, the first slide we had to find where the Google form was on that slide. Once we found it, we had to answer 12 pages on a Google form, which was like five questions each through the videos that would explain to us what the answer was. And also in these videos, we also learned how serious uh, these sustainable goals are. And I believe that I learned a lot through this escape room and that it was really helpful to all the students. Uh, one thing that stayed with me uh, on the United Nations Day is that everyone brought uh, reusable supplies to eat their lunch with, which can really make a difference, which like it prevents waste and also it's, it's more environmentally friendly. Do you continue doing this? Yes, not everyone does still, but um, that one day that we did tell people to use reusable supplies, they did. And I think that made a difference. Um, also, I believe that because we all did it, it made a bigger difference than what we really understand. We're over 300 students in the middle school 
and the fact that the vast majority of us brought waste-free products and our waste-free lunch shows that that one action and that one day really made a difference. Because that's 300 pieces of rubbish that day that was saved from being put into landfills. And we also got to embrace our culture in that day whilst also being environmentally friendly. Um, I like numbers. So it was all of them combined because they forced me to do research, further research, which revealed me uh, a lot of statistics, as Daphne said, not only inside of our school, but around the world. For example, there's um, close to triple the size of America on fridges wasted every year um, on vegetables and the foods we consume pretty much daily in our lives. And since I like statistics, I found that very interesting. And I started keeping track on how the statistics work and how they progress over like the weeks and months. You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. This is the student edition. You are listening to the student edition of the ACS Athens Outcast. Today we discuss UN Day with a group of middle school students and their advisor Vicky Akrivu. Stay with us as we talk about nourishing peace, this year's theme as observed through the eyes of middle schoolers. From small level actions to the larger scale, identifying the needs of the world and actions to meet them. Finding solutions by looking at the negative side of things. What's an SDG elevator speech and students choose their favorite goal? Thinking globally, but acting locally and the lifeline or milestone of 2030. Have you seen or observed something after that experience, either around school or in your personal life, that you say, oh, now that I've done the UN Day, I see this in a different eye. Um, Sometimes I see people riding their bike to work or um, just trying not to use too much electricity. Like one time I went over to a friend's house and their parents were telling them, please turn off the lights when you leave the room or use a candle instead, which really it saves it saves energy. And also riding your bike to like whatever's close, just not using your car when it's not necessary is also it saves energy. Um, also, I think with the waste-free brunch, it was not only just to avoid waste with um, avoiding like unreusable wrappers and things, but also to avoid wasting food. And we also learned a lot about food waste during that advisory and how as people, we tend to waste a lot of our food. And there are people who cannot afford this food, but we take advantage of our privilege. So I think it was really important that we learned about that. I think for me, it's a bit of what uh, Karina and uh, Daphne said. Uh, it's both because I focus uh, a lot on what the positive things I see. And I now see them in a different way, like the little small things people do in their houses or outside when they drive to work, for example. But I also see a lot of the negative things differently because now that I know about them and how they work, I, I try to look for the negative signs that this is not going well. So I can try to think of ways that it can work. For example, in my neighborhood, there's a lot of people who throw their normal trash in their recycling bin with the plastic bag that they have, they uh, tie it up 
and they don't untie it to throw it in the trash. So I went around my building, which has a lot of apartments, and I put like posters on the stair walls and stuff saying that um, please recycle more and understand the way you need to throw away your trash because it affects the way they process it and create it into something that doesn't harm the environment as much. Um, something that I see different is I see at school as well, um, a lot of people are using the recycling bins that the student council did last year. And I see people using it more and more each day. I also see a lot of students at this school using bicycles to come to school, including teachers. Um, even outside of school, I also see people recycle, throw their garbage away, and also use their bicycles to go to work or go wherever they want to. And I also see a lot of people save energy at their house without using electricity as much as they used to. Mr. Grevo, this is not your first time that you're doing UN Day, correct? Correct. What was the difference this year? I think this year we focused on a lot of solutions, teaching social studies and history and current events. Sometimes it's easy to get bogged down by the problems. Like Sotiri said, um, sometimes we do focus on the negative. And we wanted to make sure that students also remember that they're here um, not to just identify the problem, but to create solutions. And that pertains to everyone from students to teachers. We really need to focus on solutions. Uh, we are part of this world. We are conscious citizens. And to do that, we can take little actions that can provide uh, quick solutions and long-term solutions. And I think the students actually have really great ideas for solutions. Uh, generally, they are innovative, they are intellectual, and they have you know these great creative fresh minds and they see problems much more differently than um, adults do. So we kind of, we wanted to present examples of, you know, what solutions do exist. And we wanted to also give, empower them to actually create their own solutions as well. From the whole process, was there something that impressed you personally? Which, which stood out to me? Yeah. Uh, the fact that they, uh, students tied in the waste-free brunch to unity and to understanding that uh, to achieve any goal, whether it's environmentally related, whether it's politically related, uh, that unity is a main component that we need to unite. We need to focus on the positive. We need to focus on a goal to actually achieve a goal. And I think that came out from the waste-free brunch because like I think Sotiri had mentioned, it was an international uh, group and we didn't focus on the differences we celebrated our uniqueness, our diversity, and we came together. I think that's what stood out to me the most. Now, from the group of students, do we have students that are in the student council in middle school? Um, all our students here are part of our student council. So in your leadership position, because this is a leadership position in the school, correct? What would you say to a student who is not involved with any environmental or any SDG related activity, or maybe, I don't know, it, did all the students in middle school participate in the UN day? All of them, correct? Yes. Okay. What would you tell to that friend of yours who you see throwing the garbage away, not recycling or anything else that you learned through this experience in less than a minute? Okay. We're talking about an elevator speech. Well, I would tell my friend that um, by 2030, 
if we don't achieve the sustainable development goals, we're going to have a real problem. And climate change will really affect humanity and will cause many problems. Like once it gets to 2030 and we have all this, all these climate change issues, there is no going back. This is the time to make small changes in our lives and save energy, reduce fossil fuel use and anything else that's more environmentally friendly. So even if you make little changes in your lives, that will make a difference. And we won't have to deal with this in 2030 when climate change has reached its peak. And if you think about the time, I mean, your class of 2027. So it's like you're going to be in college when the 2030 deadline comes in. So it's not a far away year. Okay. So for people to realize that we are right there. Um, I would personally tell that person that... We as humans are responsible for our future, are responsible for the future generations. And what we do today impacts tomorrow very in a very crucial way because every every action we do, some might seem small and some may seem bigger, but they make a difference either way. And you have an opportunity now to make a difference because this is these are the last years that we still have hope to make a difference. Because once, like Katarina said, once it's too late, there's no going back. And now we really have to start taking action. Because in the past few years, we've been talking about taking action, but I think it's more important to do what we're saying. We've we've spoke, we've advocated, but now it's time to actually act on what we say. I agree with what Daphne and Katarina said. If I were to say this to my friend, I would say it in a serious tone, not in a funny type of way. So he doesn't think that I'm joking around, that, that this is a serious topic when we are talking about it and that you should take it very seriously. Personally, I I don't think people do things that seem bad. I don't think they're bad people. So I wouldn't approach them to talk to them. I would just show them pictures. For example, if they throw trash um, out of nowhere on the ground, I would show them pictures of where that trash goes and how animals, for example, suffer from it and the consequences, just pictures. And then I would leave saying, think for yourself. And then I would let them think because I think that themselves, if they correct themselves without anyone having to tell them, I think it stays in their head much more. What's your favorite SDG? Um, My favorite SDG is climate change because I really like studying uh, greenhouse gases and how we can reduce them. Um, I've been interested in this topic for a while now, and I've done many projects on how uh, we can reduce greenhouse gas emissions. I even made a presentation on how uh, astronomy can connect to reducing greenhouse gas emissions. Um, and Astronomy? I've, yes. How astronomy, the t- technology can, this, the technology of astronomy can connect to it. Like, for example, satellites can uh, tell us how many greenhouse gas emissions there are. That's just one example. There's many ways to mm-hmm. connect to it. Uh, I personally value the goal partnerships because I think it's goal number 17. And I think that goal really connects to every other goal. All the goals are interconnected, but I believe that that's like the root to all goals because in order to have quality education, in order to have equality, in order to have climate change, we need to unite. We can't be working alone. We have to work together and we have to agree on things because it, won't, it can make a difference if we work alone but will be more effective and a lot more, and a lot faster if we all unite and do it as one. I agree with Daphne because I, I view us people as little ants. So if individually we do all the work ourselves, but when we combine and, you know, we have like groups and teams, when we all do this, uh, 
it changes um, globally and not just locally. So I think that if we all work together as a team and not individually, we achieve much more than if we do it alone. I believe that goal for quality education is one of the most important goals out of all 17 because education helps students understand the SDG goals and it also helps them understand about their future and they also learn how they can help people like we did on November 9th about nourishing peace and about the waste-free brunches and all of that. I also believe that all of the goals are very important as they all are connected because if we all work on these goals all together, which is also one of the goals, partnership goal 17. And if we all work together, all of these goals will be completed by 2030. I'm really looking forward for next year's UNDA. You're all eighth graders, correct? Yes. 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 Okay. So do we have UNDA in academy? I do not believe we celebrate it in the academy. Okay, maybe that's an idea to start next year with this group of kids. Yes, maybe these could be the leaders and uh, maybe 2030, you know, um, could be something we focus on. And I think, actually, I'm optimistic that 2030 will not be a deadline. We're going to call it a lifeline because we're going to continue life. Milestone. Yes. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Make sure you subscribe to The Owlcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This has been a production of the ACS Athens Media Studio.